Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. It's just another day for you, you and me in paradise. Hi. Just my little theme tune there for Tory Britain. Um, the BBC and the Tories. Let's have a little chat about that, shall we? So, um, there's multiple scandals involving the Conservative government going on at the moment. Not so much as a government as just one revolving scandal. Just scandals going... You know, at the beginning of Gravity, the film where a disaster happens in space and everything starts flying around manically. Yeah, that's, that's the British government at the moment. Anyway, this particular scandal, to keep up, uh, involves the appointment of uh, the chair of the BBC, uh, which is Richard Sharp. And it turned out Richard Sharp um, helped secure, well, it's said, um, a loan of up to £800,000 for Boris Johnson, who then appointed him BBC chair. <laughs> you might as well laugh. You might as well just let it wash over you. What's the point? Could just get angry about this all the time. But frankly, it'll shave off years of your life expectancy. What's the point? Let it wash over you. Let's, I want to chat about the BBC and the Tories more generally. But let's um, hear from John Nicholson, who I like very much. He's a SNP MP and correctly discusses this country as a banana republic. Here's what we know about the appointment of the BBC chair. The BBC chair, Richard Sharp, helped arrange a £600,000 loan for the Right Honourable Member for Uxbridge and South Ryston, weeks before he was chosen by the former Prime Minister to become BBC chair. Mr Sharp appeared before the Culture Select Committee on which I sit. We grilled him about his £400,000 gift to the Conservative Party. However, he did not disclose his role in getting the man appointing him a huge loan. Mr Sharp, the former Prime Minister, and the cousin offering the loan dined together checkers pre-loan and pre-appointment. The former Prime Minister's spokesperson says, so what? Big deal. The Cabinet Office ethics team told the former Prime Minister to stop talking to Mr Sharp about his finances. Ministers told other applicants not to waste their time applying. The appointment was to go to the Right Honourable Member for Uxbridge and South Ryslip's friend, the Tory donor. Even by the grubby standards of this government, it's all a bit banana republic, is it not? Mr. Mr. Speaker, um, I thank the Honourable for his question. Uh, As the Honourable Gentleman knows, there was a very robust process in place for the appointment of the Chairman of the BBC, including a pre-appointment hearing. I I, I read the transcript this morning in which the Honourable Gentleman played his his usual uh, prominent role in grilling uh, uh, the the appointee, pre-appointment. It it was an incredibly robust process with an independent panel of five uh, members that went through that process. 
And just to reassure the House, I understand that the Commissioner in Public Appointments is going to double check that that went through, uh, process was absolutely consistent uh, with the proper governance uh, expected of uh, these appointments. And I know that the Chairman of the BBC has invited the Senior Non-Executive Director of the BBC to discuss with the Board uh, to make certain that all relevant uh, conflicts of interest were properly uh, disclosed. So there are two processes uh, that are ongoing. But this was a very robust process. Robust process. Works. Yeah, that's not, not true, is it? So let's just talk about this robust robust process. I can't roll my arse, so just won't do that again. Um, so it was a government-appointed panel, which included um, a Tory party donor, a prospective MP, and the wife of the former chair of The Spectator, who actually worked with Boris Johnson when he edited the magazine. The Spectator, which is a very noxious right-wing uh, magazine, which publishes articles such as In Praise of the Wehrmacht, um, and defences of Greek neo-Nazis. Um, also, when Boris Johnson was editor, articles arguing black people have lower IQs than white people. Lovely, lovely magazine. Um, yeah, it's like a it's like a genteel version of Der Sturmer, if you will. Um, now, you know, this is ludicrous, obviously. It's completely ridiculous. But I think there's a broader point about the BBC and Tory connections basically because firstly there's something of a revolving door between the BBC and the Tories and it's important to make this uh, point because there is a standard narrative uh, which is pushed by the right-wing media for reasons I will discuss uh, which frames the BBC as this den of leftiness and so let's just just give some striking examples so David Cameron when he wanted a spin doctor, who did he get? He got one of the most senior BBC people, Craig Oliver, uh, to work for him as his spin doctor. Um, we, of course, uh, under um, um, Boris Johnson, he appointed uh, Gitto Harry. We had Theresa May, who appointed Robbie Gibb. Uh, he was the brother of a Tory MP, Nick Gibb. Uh, he previously worked um, as... Uh, the political advisor and chief of staff to the then shadow chancellor Francis Maud played a role in Michael Portillo's successful, unsuccessful campaign to be Tory party leader. Um, he then was in charge for ages of BBC Westminster. So do you remember like the Daily and Sunday Politics, the Andrew Marr show this week, Radio 4's Westminster Hour? He was in charge of all of that. And then he went off to become uh, the director of communications under uh, Theresa May, which is absolutely astonishing. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Um, now, 
In August 2022, the former BC presenter Emily Maitlis said that Gibb was an active agent of the Conservative Party because he, oh yeah, after that he came back. <laughs> he came back. He's on the BBC board. Uh, calling an active agent of the Conservative Party playing a significant role in determining the nature of the corporation's news output. Again, Banana Republic. Um, we, of course, had, uh, well, not of course, you might not know about this. Uh, George Osborne hired his spin doctor from the BBC, Thea Rogers. Actually ended up getting married to her. Um, Allegra Stratton. She uh, went from the BBC to ITV um, and then off to work for Rishi Sunak. Um, and then she went off to work for Boris Johnson. That was a tremendous success. That went well. It didn't go well. Um, she's married uh, to, as well, James Forsyth, who was a spectator um, and Times and Sun columnist um, and now went off to work for Rishi Sunak. I mean, some argue he was already basically working for him anyway. Um, he was best man. Uh, Rishi Sunak at their wedding. Ludicrous country, actually, the more you think about it. I'm not trying to do the country down generally. Lots to like about Britain, but this is ludicrous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Now, the BBC, the reason the BBC is often portrayed as this den of leftiness is because it suits a right-wing media who, frankly, we've got one of the most extreme, rabid right-wing uh, press ecosystems in the Western world. Um, and they regard anything that isn't equally frothing at the mouth right-wing as, as left-wing. You know, they've, that, that's partly their worldview. But also, they, they, they know it's a convenient way to police the output of the BBC because the more they go on about the BBC's political output, the more they scare the BBC, if you like, into adopting right-wing framing. I mean, that happens all the time anyway. Because we've got this right-wing press ecosystem, what if you think about the Today programme of Radio 4? Um, the, the main headlines, the main stories in the newspapers very much shape the priorities of broadcast news um, for that day. And because they're right-wing newspapers, overwhelmingly, that sets the tone for broadcast news as well. And there's interesting studies that have consistently shown that, for example, the BBC are far more likely uh, to platform business leaders than trade union leaders, that during the banking crisis, they presented voices from the city's impartial witnesses and observers rather than complicit in actually what happened. Um, I, I did, it's interesting because I think the other reason that people go, well, the BBC, all they claim it's left wing, is I think it's definitely true that on social issues, you could say the BBC historically, that's changed. Um, if you look at their position on trans rights now, diabolical. But before you could argue in things like immigration and, and, and so on, or, or gay rights, they were liberal. But on the economy, they've always been um, market orientated in the way they frame and discuss uh, issues. Um, one senior BBC presenter once said to me the centre of gravity politically was basically Blairite um, at the BBC. But I think what you see now after 12 years of Tory rule, uh, 13 coming up soon actually, what a waste of life. <laughs> oh dear. Um, is the Tory, you know, you can just see all these, this, you know, huge Tory leaning um, element, but also a revolving door between Toryism and the BBC. So I don't think we should just talk about Richard Sharp. We should talk about the BBC more generally, how it operates. Uh, and we should have, I believe in public broadcasting, but we should it should be a public broadcaster, not a state broadcaster. And that means arm's length. Um, I mean, at the same time, you know, it's easy to criticize the Tories over this, but do you remember in the Iraq war how Alastair Campbell, who's now I know a saint amongst the FBP liberal um big house liberal contingent out there um of a certain age um but when they was going really hard for the iraq war well look at what the bbc what happened to the bbc 
um, you know, you ended up. <laughs> no one resigned from the government over the over support for the Iraq War, but you got you know the top brass, including Greg Dyke, having to resign over the Iraq War. <laughs> Um, and I think that whole um, episode actually paved the way, in a way, for the clipping of the wings of the BBC under all governments. But yes, the BBC is not a den of leftiness. We can see how it operates consistently in the interests of conservative governments. Please like, subscribe. I'll see you in a bit. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.